Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, and welcome to Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Caban. With me is Jacqueline Kemick. Hello! And, uh, oh, yeah, there's no and. Well, I think it's yeah. Yeah, with Jack. It's just me and Jackie today, so. <laughs> That's right. So, hey! Uh, the Rich hey, and Jackie little... show! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I got the new opening now. There we go. <laughs> so, how how are you doing? Everything, everything, anything new happening with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I am in the same boat with a lot of other people out there that um, are having a change in lifestyle at the moment. Um, we're recording this um, <clears throat> towards the end of March, so we've had about a week and a half myself of uh, shelter in place from the COVID-19 virus, which is circulating. Um, yeah. so I am, it's odd because I'm an introvert and I actually enjoy time spent at home. I have a lot of hobbies. I have a lot of things to do. So I am able to relax by focusing on those hobbies and those things to do, but it's also a very difficult time for not only our, our community, but the world. So it's, it's, it's interesting. How about you? <laughs> yeah. I I feel the same way. I mean, I, I've been, let's see, I've been here for two weeks now. Um, and I don't, I, I, I feel like I've been training for this my entire life. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, cause I, I, the you know, there's a lot. I, yeah. I mean, there were, there were periods of my life where I did work from home and, mm. uh, uh, I never had a problem doing that, but, um, uh, the, the, the new wrinkle is just having, you know, the kids are home and also, mm-hmm. uh, Jen is home. So just see, Jen is fine with the two. It's, it's the kids that, you know, we realize are the ones that pull us out of our shells because they're the ones that like to be around people and talk to people and yeah. FaceTime and do stuff. And, and where, where I probably, you know, if I, I mean, I, I hope that this whole, everything gets back to normal because, you know, it's, it's kind of, you really don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm okay. I'm not going crazy. I know a lot of people just are, are going nuts. They feel like yeah. you know, the walls closing in on them and I feel bad right. for them. Um, well, a lot of people but, have that personality you know. type They're like where they recharge because of their social interactions out and about. And that is what fuels their energy. And I think that you and I are probably very similar and Honestly, a lot of entertainment fans um, might have this trait. Not everybody, certainly not a blanket statement, but where we kind of refuel and recharge on our own. Um, the difference being there's such a, a, again, a challenging psychological component to why mm. we're at home right now and wanting to be supportive to our family and friends and loved ones and the workers who are out there having to brave every day and, and all that, all the respect and reverence that goes along with that. Um, so it's, it is a very interesting dichotomy of being like, oh, well, home is actually my comfort state. So that's nice. But this yeah. isn't why I want to be home. <laughs> like, this isn't no, good. No, You know, it's, it's interesting. But yeah, because you want the option to be able to leave if you need to. Right. So 
where this is right. just, I mean, you know. And you just don't want that. The the news is horrifying. You know, what people are going through every day, how many people have either confirmed cases of this virus or have lost their lives or, you know, are combating it in heroic ways. And you're like, well, I, me personally, not you, but like, it's like, well, yeah, yeah. I, you know, rearranged my studio and yeah, gotten yeah. <laughs> through all the MCU movies again and have been oh, checking really? in wow. on my friends and checking in with my family. and being as supportive as I can from a distance. But as someone who works in retail full-time as a retail manager, I can't go to work. You know what I mean? And I also can't really work from home. We're keeping in contact and we're, you know, doing different things with our teams so that we're not just like not talking to each other. We're trying to keep spirits high, but it's not a position that I can like, you know, uh, virtually sell things through, through my, my home for. A large yeah, company yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't, and you wouldn't want anybody to <laughs> to come and uh, browse. No, no, at your home no, at this exactly. point. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I mean, <sighs> I think I, you know, my job, I'm, I'm able to do it from home. Um, mm. And uh, it, it's, it, I don't want to say it's easier because there's so many things that I'm so used to just being able to take care of while mm-hmm. I'm while I'm at work, and it's it's an adjustment to. You know, I have to keep, I'm doing everything blind. I have to keep relying on everybody who's there and, and seeing, you know, that things are getting done. But, um, uh, but for me, I actually, uh, even if everything was lifted, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to stay home for, for a lot longer. Uh, just, mm-hmm. just because, you know, I, you know, I'm immune compromised. So I'm, uh, I have to just make sure that I, uh, that I really keep away from anything right. that's happening. Because yeah, that is the scary, scary thing. thing. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. just to see the way it's hitting some people. It, you know what's weird, too, is it's hitting the uh, the 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 B-movie actors pretty hard. Like, all, all of these actors are just kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, catching this. And there's, uh, I think there yeah, were, like, Tom three Hanks, that passed away. you know, really. <laughs> yeah, really? I know, yeah. Yeah, he's the, the B-movie, yeah. In the B-movie actor version, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, well, he's like Peter the first, yeah, he's the only... Yeah. Supposedly only the A lister, right? Everybody else has been, and I, and unfortunately, we know two of, of the people, you know, are, yeah. And yeah. Idris Elba, I would say he's probably an A lister oh, right, right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple people out there, and and again, I think that it's I don't I don't know how many people who get it that are famous would necessarily feel comfortable speaking out about it, or maybe they don't know. I mean, that's the big thing. Not that no. I I'm, I I know that. Of course, we have to address this, and of course, it is affecting our community and our entertainment community. But I don't, I don't want to be a downer. But it's true that a lot of people aren't able to get tested because their symptoms aren't severe enough. There are some people who are um, completely asymptomatic and and have it. And I think what was I was just reading an article recently where they said um, a, a smaller country had tested like everybody that they could get their hands on, and um, 50% of the people they tested who were positive showed no symptoms. And that was the scary thing Yeah, um, because they were out there spreading well, it, not even having any idea. And what's weird too, is when they don't show symptoms, then it does come on in a parent, like Kathy Griffin has mm. not been able to get tested. I don't know if you've read about that where no, I haven't. she's in the hospital, she could barely breathe mm. and she's in pain and she can't, she can't get tested. She's on a ventilator. Um, mm. And then there was another actor. Uh, his name was Len Bloom. He was, he was kind of famous in the eighties, but he was mm-hmm. um he was in Desperately Seeking Susan. He played the uh the husband of Rosanna mm-hmm. Arquette. Um mm-hmm. he passed away from from this. Mm-hmm. Like he just 
and he was, and, and but everyone's fairly young. Like they're all, you know, in their sixties yeah. or fifties, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's scary, you know, and, and the fact that New York is the epicenter <laughs> of all of this, like, yeah, like it's really, you know, really bad out there. I have, I have these feeds that you can watch like, uh, live feeds from around the world and I keep tuning into Times Square and it's, I mean, it's desolate, but then you still see like a group of like five or six people, you know, still hanging around and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you want to start yeah. yelling at them. Yeah. You know, but so I know, I mean, if it, you know, it's it, right now, I think everyone's in the same boat where everyone's turning to, uh, to binging stuff. Cause the amount of people I've, I've seen that I've started watching shows that they don't normally watch. Um, like somebody I know just finished Breaking Bad. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, uh, someone else I know, uh, started, finally started watching Star Trek Discovery. Um, oh, good. That's such a good show. No, yeah, so this, I mean, that's, there is, there isn't a wealth of entertainment for those, for, you know, there. There is. That, and that I it. mean, to put this out here, because again, it might keep coming up because things do pop up in our show after we've talked about them, but, the shift, the incredible shift that we have seen from so many industries, but since our show is specifically talking about entertainment, that's what I'm going to focus on, where not only can you rent movies now uh, that are in theaters, like the old pay-per-view, you know, we watched The Invisible Man, which is still, you know, yeah. in theaters, but we watched it at home, and um we're able to buy things early. Like I'll probably buy birds of prey. I did like it more than I was expecting to. And I'd be interested in watching it again. And yeah. um, even, even Disney plus adding things like um, not only onward to rent, but frozen Two to watch early and yeah. just several, several studios really trying to put things out there. Some for purchase, because of course they're trying to make a profit and nobody's going to the movies. Completely understandable. I am not mad at that at all. I think that's great. I think that that's what the culture is shifting to anyway. There's always yeah. going to be people who want to go to the movies. I want to go to the movies. Um, not, not now, but like in general, when, when everyone's healthy again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think on a whole, movies might make a little bit more money if they did open up that kind of feature, um, a little bit more. Oh, so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can imagine, you know, I, like I bought on, it's really weird that we saw Onward two weeks ago or, or three yes. weeks ago when it yeah, came out and now talk about to it, yeah. own it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a fun, yeah. fun little movie. And, uh, uh, it was, um, what I, what I did like about it is, is you don't usually see a movie about brothers, uh, like told like this in a cartoon. Like usually it's always, mm-hmm. um, it's always, uh, he's either an orphan kid or if he does have a sibling, they're barely in it. You know, it's Cinderella or something. Right. Right. You know, it's very like focused Frozen, on I one. think is, mm-hmm. yeah, Frozen's the first one I think really, you know, tackled the sister relationship. So yeah. this one really does, does, uh, the brother relationship. And it was really, I, I thought it was really good. So, but well, what was nice cool. is being able to see it. it. Yeah. It's definitely worth watching. I mean, to see it so quickly and, and, uh, you know, and then realize, oh, wow, this is a really good movie. You know, I, I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, what was the other movie that something, I mean, Rise of uh, Skywalker came out quicker, but also mm-hmm. they released Cat, uh, Cats. 
Um, oh, I missed that. I didn't see that they released that. Early. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know I who heard they were trying to help. Everybody's asking for the butthole cut. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know what that's all about. I, oops. Oh, hold on, sorry. That's a whole crazy thing that um, I've heard a rumor that that exists, but but I don't know if it's true or not. Where where why they would do this? Where they drew anatomically correct cats? But, I know, I don't know. But there, <laughs> there are moments. I, okay, so I I I love the musical. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I I like the music. I love Angela Weber. Um, mm-hmm. I love the music. I should say. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but I always knew that a movie version of this is not, it, it does not work. There's no possible way yeah. that this can work. Um, I think we talked about that last episode too, because you're like, this just doesn't yeah. make sense. It's like they wanted to do something Andrew Lloyd Webber and they kind of just did this amalgamation and it didn't seem to actually work even yeah, well, as well, as well as people think it does even in a play, let alone a film. Yeah, and now having seen it, I know it didn't work. Like, <laughs> I, I was, you know, I thought I would be, you know, I thought I was gonna, I was gonna be like, oh, everyone's probably being harsh. And also, I was thinking people don't get it because you know the show's kind of weird to begin with. No, nobody's wrong. This is a weird movie. <laughs> like, like there I is. I kind of can't wait to see it, but I, I'm not gonna spend good money for it. If it's cheap, maybe, but like. <laughs> I'm gonna I wait. Was, I, I don't even know. You know, like my first reaction was was like, ah, oh, this guy made this movie and people, people, sh- you know, he showed it to people. Like, yeah, I felt embarrassed for him, <laughs> you know, because this guy, because it was, I can't even, you know, and, and I get this way too. Last time I, somebody asked me about it and I, I, I was, I started stammering like this. Like, I don't, I don't know what's, what's wrong with it. Like there's something really wrong and it's not even the, the cat part of it where the way everybody looks is not uh-huh. even really the problem. Um, it it's just I don't know what they were trying to do, and it's funny because yeah. there's there's two moments in the movie when you watch it where that where you're saying ah there's the movie you know like but there's just two, those are the only two moments then it goes away quickly mm-hmm. and you're you're back to to where you were so I yeah whatever I, the I mean, horror show is <laughs> yeah it's just so and Idris Elba I don't even know what what he was thinking like with this playing that fan. the part. He's yeah, he's really weird. So uh, that's my review. Really weird. <laughs> I don't really know what weird. Else yeah, I really, I can't. I again, I can't wait to watch it in the same way I couldn't wait to watch Birdemic. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, even Tony. Time. I talked to Tony, and I, I thought, you know, he's usually, you know, when he likes something, he like he 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 lets everything pass. Even Tony didn't like this. Like he's like, what? What are oh, they wow. doing? Like, like that's how yeah. weird it is. It's so yeah. foreign. It might as well have taken place on Planet Cats, you know? Like, because that's because mm-hmm. also that's the other thing. They put them in the real world, but they're not scaled properly with everything else. Like, like the first shot is this. Uh, this car drives by and throws a bag out the window, and it turns out it's a little kitten in there, and. Then she comes out of the bag, but everything is scaled completely wrong. Like it doesn't, nothing makes sense. Like it's it just, just jarring. Yeah. Maybe so, that's part yeah. of it. Maybe that's another part of why it seems so weird to people because you're. It's the same way where uh, CG is weird, or or certain 3D effects can be weird depending on how they're done and and what yeah. depth is and all that kind of stuff. Because your your fate, your brain is so much smarter. <laughs> 
and wants mm-hmm. to fill in the gaps. It wants to create a story or a through line. So it kind of can jar you. Even when you're making a painting or something, if you're trying to, to paint a likeness of someone and the proportions aren't there, if you're looking at it piece by piece, you're like, man, it, something's wrong, but I don't know what. And it could just be something like, um, you know, a weird angle or a weird, like an eye is a little bit higher or lower. But yeah. you, like you can't tell if you're looking at it inch by inch trying to do it. But your brain knows, like, because your brain recognizes what things yeah. are supposed to be. That's probably what it is, because also they 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 had total disregard for, um, like, okay, in one one scene, they have this character Jenny Any Dots. Um, she's like she's a large cat, and but they have everything in in where she's living gigantic, so it makes sense because mm-hmm. so, she's a cat, right? But then mm-hmm. in the very next scene. They're all walk. They're all outside, and they're on the stoop and everything. And it's like they're full size. Like it, nothing matches. You know what I mean? And, or they're on the train tracks, and then there is. They might as well be mice because the train tracks are so big, and they're so small on the on the rails. So it's like you can't get a ju- Like it's really all over the place. Yeah. So I bet, yeah. yeah, I bet that's what it is. I bet that's one of the things that made people really feel awkward about it. Because it, I mean, again, your, your subconscious is trying to make it right, but it keeps throwing you, or at least that's what it sounds yeah. like from your description. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, Interesting. What about you? Have you, have you seen, uh, I, I heard you, you had seen The Invisible Man, right? Is that what you said? Um, yes, yes. We watched The Invisible Man and I really liked it, which was nice. Um, it had, I, I don't know. I like the tone. I like that they didn't mess around. They, they got right into it. They weren't trying to fill it with too much unnecessary kind of details. You know what I mean? Too many yeah. things that were just kind of murking up the plot or like taking too much time, um, in a way that wasn't productive. Um, so I, I did. I thought it was really good, really suspenseful. It definitely gave me sleeping with the enemy vibes. But, like, if Sleeping with the Enemy was even more of a horror film, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was really good. And it was, like, an at-home movie night, which is always fun, you know? I mean, yeah, you feel a yeah. little special kind of doing something a little spooky with all the lights off. <laughs> yeah. So it, so they really, like, it. it's not um, it's not based on any of the material, like, the older movies or... Or even the Kevin Bacon one. It has been so long since I've seen the original Universal one. Like, I couldn't even tell you. And the Kevin Bacon one, Hollow Man, I know I watched, but honestly, I don't really remember that one too well either. Um, I, it's more based on technology and not like, uh, something he drinks, because isn't, uh, the original one is like, uh, either chemical accident or something that he drinks or does, right? Something like that. So this mm-hmm. is very much more, you know, techno-based, which I think we can even see from the the trailers. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I really liked one of the things that I liked a lot about it was um, towards the beginning of the movie, you don't really get a good look at him at all um, until he. It, it, it's like towards the very end of the movie. It's like so he is kind of faceless to you as a viewer, even from the beginning, because you can't identify that actor. Really, even though I mean they show yeah. him, but like it's not a big focus. And even the time that they show his face, I didn't feel like I got 
a great look at it or anything. So while he was the invisible man, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of cool to be like, I'm not assigning someone's face underneath that invisibility, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. And it was kind of a surprise because I did recognize the actor once, (laughs) once I really saw him, I was like, Oh, it's that guy, (laughs) but I don't want to say, you know, I'm sure you can look it up if you really want to know, but I'm not going to say who it is for anybody who, who likes the idea of not knowing. But, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. I want to. Cool. I, I definitely want to check it out. I, the other one I want to see is uh, I wanted to see The Hunt, which looked interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to rent that. Yeah, that one looks good. Um, and got that, that girl from the, Glee. I loved Glee. That's so good. Who's who, Which girl? The, the one that plays, like... The All American Miss Liberty Bell. <laughs> oh, I don't know uh, what I, mean. <laughs> I oh yeah oh uh, oh yeah I know who you're talking about. I didn't rec- uh, the blonde girl right that she got mm-hmm. pregnant in the first season. Yeah. Oh okay, her yeah. Oh I didn't yeah, know she was in there. Yeah, that's her. Mhm. Oh, yeah, funny. she plays the main main character in the trailers. Oh nice. So yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. She was also just in The Grudge, which I also rented at home, which was. Um, which was, oh, man, it had a really strong start. Um, did you ever watch, like, Juwan or, like, those yeah. with Jennifer? Um, I, saw, I saw both. Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Where I, yeah. I always thought the funny thing was the American version just decided to add um, a video uh, a video uh, loops just, on her oh. skin. <laughs> like, oh, my I'm God. Like, oh, it was so Really? Bad. That's what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it see the original. So bad. <laughs> Yeah, it was really, really not good. Um, the newer one is much better than the remake was. It's still not as good as the original, in my opinion, but especially the first maybe 30 minutes, maybe to an hour, I was really into it. I was like, yeah, this is good, man, do it. And then it kind of, like, I don't know, I kind of drifted a little bit more towards the end, so it didn't really stay yeah. as good to me, but um, I was still happy to revisit it it has been so long since i've watched one of those movies it made me want to watch the original again um and, and leave creepy voicemails for my friends just being like Grr. yeah yeah <laughs> oh wait wait am i confusing the, uh, what am i confusing i've i mean i've seen b- both but i think what is the one with the girl in the well dark water no uh oh god where they keep seeing the videotape and then the Ring? Oh, The Ring. Yeah, you're talking That's about The Ring. I was, I was confusing The Ring with Grudge. Yes, I, but I have seen, yeah, Grudge, uh, a Jew on, what freaked me out always was was the old lady under the sheets. Like when he's mm-hmm. when the, in the original, when the guy's sleeping and then he's hiding under the sheets. Because that's, you know, he sees the ghost under the sheets. And that, to me, you know, that just took away a real big defense because... When you're freaked out that's by your that, safety net. Yeah. that's the last, that's your last line is just go under yeah. there. Even if you're about to get chopped up, you know, from the, from the top yeah. of the sheet, but at least you're underneath there and nothing can get you in your mind. And then all of a sudden there's, there's the old lady in there. That's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that always freaked me out. Uh, yeah. Now I don't know why I mixed up. I guess it was the same time. Juon and the grudge. Well, it, I mean, yes, uh, I mean, especially uh, those remakes. Uh, the yeah. Yeah. The, those remakes all came out. In America, they did the eye. They did mm. one missed call. They did yeah, <laughs> yeah. They did, yeah, they did. They all even did a vampire movie. They, they did a dark water one. Yeah, they did dark yeah. one, and they did the one that I really liked was uh, 
I, I didn't, uh, did I see the, this, I saw the original, uh, the one with the little girl. She's kind of, uh, she's kind of a vampire. Oh, and let, she's, let the right one in? Yes. I saw the original. Yeah. God, the I never original saw the remake. So good. Yeah. The remake, everybody like lost their minds over how good it was. And I was like, it is not that good. I mean, I, the original was so good. Yeah. <laughs> the original hard. was really good. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, maybe if I had seen the American one first and it's not, I'm not trying to like say, you know, foreign films are better in general or anything. It's just sometimes it's hard to capture the magic when you're trying to recreate it, no matter which way you're going from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to redo something, it can be very challenging. Um, well, could you imagine if they tried to do Parasite? Like an American version right? of Parasite? Yeah. That would, that would not work at all. <laughs> and you know they're already talking about it, because of course they are. Um, I don't know if it's but actually really happening, but just people yeah. are talking. Well, exactly. And that's, this is the interesting thing, and I, I actually haven't done the research on it, and I would be very curious to see why this year was different and why they opened up that category to foreign films. Because I really liked Parasite. Don't get me wrong. I actually thought it was great. But I can name 10 Korean movies in the past 20 decades that were at least as good. You know what I mean? Like, and and got no recognition or nothing. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, well, what made this the year that they were like, oh, well, we got to get Parasite in there? Or was it completely separate than that? like a a different reason that they opened it up and then Parasite happened to win because it was awesome? Or was it because they were like, oh, this movie's so awesome, we want to include more foreign films? Well, it's happened before. I mean, mean, there there have been foreign films that were nominated for both uh, in Mm. the past, like uh, 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 Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, even though it won Best Foreign. Yeah, it was nominated Mm -hmm. for that. And Life is Beautiful as well. But usually those films... When they win their foreign category, that's it. You know, they're done. Yeah. Um, even Pan's Labyrinth, it didn't. That didn't win the Oscar for Best Picture, but it did win Best Foreign Film. And I think yeah. he did win for Best Director, but uh, for the foreign, you know, for uh, but it I wasn't. Guess in, I yeah. I guess the reason I'm even thinking that though is because I can't remember any other Korean films being nominated. That doesn't mean that there haven't been. I'm sure that there yeah. are. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, people who could fact check that, but. I I don't know I don't know I I mean at least nothing that was popular you know nothing that that if sticks. that was so if that was, because it was like one of those really great suspenseful but also twisted films that are so great you know then, yeah. then why didn't something like you know Old Boy get nominated when that first came out not the remake but the original yeah, or oh god you know, the remake. I, <laughs> yeah, I I know. Um <laughs> that's yeah. all right cuz he's he's Thanos now. So, you know, he's really redeemed himself and Cable actually. I really feel like he he redeemed himself double over there. But um anyway, I I just it was interesting to me that that particular film with that particular tone which is not something new but is still great again, uh, like Definitely, all of my comments are not knocking Parasite whatsoever. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved it. Um, I just am surprised that I guess the Academy loved it too. <laughs> like, I yeah, don't know. yeah, it yeah. just doesn't seem like their taste. Yeah, I, 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 I also think about what was nominated. Like even when I think of the other films, everything was kind of like, yeah, I guess you know, kind of yeah. movies. You know, like I, I do find, although I do, I find didn't myself, see everything this year. I saw mostly everything, but I do find myself watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because uh, I, I, I have that film, 
and I liked it when yeah. I saw it. I I just didn't think anything about it, but I find myself watching it. I'd like it, like it catches me for some reason. I'm not sure why. Does like something it? about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is, it a, is it an age thing? Do you think? Is it? Is, does I, it take you back to a certain time? Yeah. It, like well, yeah. Just, well, I, let's because see. I yeah, that was. Hell the, yeah, I don't that, care. That movie was that, so like. Ugh. That was when the year I was over. born, so it, it does remind me of yeah the my, the yeah. one year that I lived in the sixties. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying like you're closer to it. It's like a different it's yeah yeah. Movie. Like even though I was born in the eighties, I still have um you know and and was a toddler in them. I still have an affinity towards the eighties. You know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, mm-hmm. it, it definitely I it because it's that that movie takes place in sixty nine, but it definitely has that seventies feel. That I remember. Yeah. It's probably, that's probably what it is, because even the driving, you know, when they're mm-hmm. driving and they're listening to the radio and you hear the DJ, like that's so. All of that is so reminiscent to the kind of, you know, music I was listening to and what, what we, you know, and what you relied on, which was that yeah. was your only music, you know, in the car. Um, and I, I, as a kid, it was. I always felt like we were in the car, you know, no matter what. So yeah, it's yeah. probably maybe that's what it is, because there's a lot of driving in that movie. <laughs> Yeah. You know. and it's not a bad movie. Uh, the thing that strikes me about that when I'm remembering back on it is I can definitely say I actually liked the acting in all of I thought everybody yeah. was doing a great job. Like, I don't think anybody was falling down on the job in that film. I thought it was it was really good in that regard. Um, it just wasn't compelling to me as much as, I, like, I'm I'm glad how it ended. I liked how they handled the twist. It was fun, you yeah. know, but it... I don't know. It's tough. It's it's always hard when your main characters aren't necessarily likable. And sometimes yeah. movies can really pull that off and still make you root for them. Um but that one in in and that one didn't. And I have to say Leonardo DiCaprio in general seems to gravitate towards movies lately where his characters are not likable. <laughs> yeah. Know. Although I I, I have to say I I liked him better after watching the delete, there's a lot of deleted scenes, and oh, um, okay. and uh, there was one whole sequence deleted scene where it was like when you watch the show, when you watch the the movie he's or the TV show he's working on, you mm-hmm. don't really get a sense of what that story is. But there's this whole thing where the little girl that he's talking to, who who vaguely is supposed to be Meryl Streep when she was younger, supposedly. Oh, um, I didn't know that. But um, there. The the pilot it's the pilot of that show, and it's about two brothers who come from different walks of life uh, because they were separated at birth, and they're called to come and meet their sister because their father had another daughter, and that's the little girl. And the two brothers are um, uh, Luke Perry, who plays like the dapper mm-hmm. brother, and mm-hmm, then the mm-hmm. other guy who is the uh, the lawman. I, I I forget his name. He was in. Uh, Scream Two. He was the bad guy in that. I can't think of uh, or Scream Three. I can't think of his his name. All of a sudden, he's been in so many things. <laughs> I don't uh, remember that, who the bad guy from Scream Three is. I know, time. right? That's and not you know, doing it for me. <laughs> the sad part is, is he's so much more famous for the th- other things oh he's been in, and I don't know why I pulled like, like, Scream Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, oh, he's like so screaming. He's like, I starred in Deadwood, asshole. You know, or um, 
uh, the other show that he was a lawman on on FX. Uh, I forget the. What the hell is this guy? Now it's going to bother me all, all night what this idiot's name is. <laughs> but anyway, oh that gosh. that whole uh, – there's a whole thing where you see them. So then when Leonardo DiCaprio has two scenes with both of them in the real movie where he messes up his line um, and then where he gets it right. He, so he's, he's, got a, he's got scenes with both of them, but without any context – of that other stuff, it doesn't really mean anything. Like that, that's the one thing I thought added to, you know, not mm-hmm. to make the movie longer, but, but, and right. I don't even know where you fit that in because that was actually like the episode. Like they, like I felt like I was watching the episode, not, not mm-hmm. so much the, uh, you know, a deleted scene. Um, oh, you, oh, that just reminded me. I just watched, um, Amazing Stories is back on Apple TV. Steven oh, Spielberg's. cool. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen those. Oh, the one I just watched yesterday was Robert Forrester uh, was in it with, and he plays, uh, his grandson is really into comic books. And he's kind of like this guy who's like, get, you know, get a real life, you know, he's, he's, he's an old man and he's dealing with his age and he's frustrated. And then he finds this ring that kind of turns him into a superhero. And that's, that's the concept of this amazing stories episode. And that was really fun. You know, they, they did a lot of fun stuff with that. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, but uh, I think they only Wait, have three. Was it, Timothy, was it Timothy Oliphant? Is that who you're yes, thinking Timothy of? Yes, Timothy Oliphant. Yes, that's okay. it. Okay. Yes. Was he in Spring 3? Gosh, I just looked one yeah. time and held it up. <laughs> That's Yeah, funny. he was the bad guy in Scream 3. Yeah, at That's the end. Hilarious. <laughs> so, because he was like the guy who was the fan. Or, no, he was... He was the son of, I don't know, why am I getting into that? I don't even know. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> but he was somebody. <laughs> that's, that's too much. That's too much. Just go. Let's see. Yeah, that's too inside. I'm like, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I saw what was in the other side of it. I was like, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going in. That's <laughs> <laughs> just too far. Too far. Yeah. That's hilarious. By the way, did you did you watch all of Picard or are you still? Yes. No, we just we just finished. Uh, oh, it was yes. Scream 2. I had to look it up. It was Scream 2, not Scream 3. Oh, it was right Scream 2. Time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I still didn't. I still had to look it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we finished Picard, um, which I thought was very good. I really liked it. Um, I – did you finish it? Did you watch the last episode? I did. Yeah, I did finish it. So spoilers how, for anybody, how, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. How did you <laughs> feel about it? How did you feel about what happened? Um. To which character? To Picard or to... To Picard, to, yes. To, okay. to the namesake of the show. I thought that was weird. I didn't understand why. I didn't understand the reason. I, I yeah. mean, I, I know there was an age thing, but the way... And again, spoilers. If you haven't seen Picard, please forward through this. But, um, <laughs> okay, I felt like it ended with us saying, oh, okay, now this is his merry band of, of uh, men that he's right. going to now travel along with including jerry ryan um but why did you need to do why did you need to give him that debilitating disease and then i was thinking okay watching it he did seem old like he, he looked old yes you know, he looked older he than acting i thought old yes mm-hmm. and then frail the whole time yeah and i i thought maybe that was just because even the way he was talking he, his voice was still kind of kind of frail <clears throat> But then at the end, 
when he is now rejuvenated, so to speak, he's back to, and I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think he was that old. You know, like when I, when I saw it, I'm like, I thought he was, I thought he was this young. So, so that was my, I, I don't, I, I liked the ending of, for, for data. Um, I thought that was great, but I didn't understand why they needed to do what they did with Picard. I also, I can, I, I don't mind most of the cast, but I don't know what it is about her. But Rafiki, is that her name? Rafiki. What what was her name? Yeah. <laughs> was that her name? I don't Wait, know. No, Rafiki no, is the. No, that's not her <laughs> that's name. That's a Lion it King. Was something like that, though. <laughs> it was, yeah. I don't know if she fits. I don't. She's the one piece that I never, I never got Did she attached to. Any of the to. other shows? Like I didn't no. recognize her. That's no, what I was brand thinking, new character. I, was like, I didn't see all of them. I didn't see all the shows. So I was like, maybe she is from something and I just didn't know it. But yeah. um no, obviously not, because you you would have you would have known. Let me see. Yeah, what is no, her she's name? never been in anything. And I and I hate uh, to be such yeah. a prude like this, but I hate that they curse on this show. I don't know why it bothers me. It just but mm-hmm. for some reason it just doesn't fit in this world so to speak, because it, it was never really cursing to this level. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, and I, I feel so stupid complaining about that, but it, it's some reason no, that every time it happens, it just like kind of jars me. It I'm takes like, oh, you out. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Rafi. Because I always feel like Star Trek Rafi. That's Rafi. it, Rafiki. Oh, and I want to know, I remembered it before I saw it. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Because okay. I was trying to look it up, but I was like, oh, no, I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, anyway. it's, I, they all fall into char- into archetypes, those characters. Right. Like, like the episode really shined, you know, the show really shined when you had, like, <clears throat> Jonathan Frakes on or Marina Sirtis. Yeah, and or, they were only on know. for a breath here and there, you know, really. Yeah. Well, I was, I was upset I didn't see Beverly. I thought maybe they would at least, you know video chat her yeah. or something yeah <laughs> right? i know but yeah no. so i uh, i liked it but it yeah but but i i'm it, not sure what's crazy is it was very you know the stakes in the arc of the show are super high they're like end of all human sentient life high right yeah but yeah. throughout the show I didn't actually feel that gravity, even though it was being explained to me, it didn't feel like it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I don't know. It's almost like things didn't have that kind of grandeur that it can, which is crazy. Cause I mean, they're on a board cube. They do all this fun stuff. Yeah. So I don't know what it was that was not clicking with me. It might've just been me. Maybe I was not in the right mood. Um, but I watched it episodically, you know, I mean, we watched one every time they came out. It's not like I binged it on a day. I wasn't in the mood for sci-fi because number one, when does that happen? I'm always in the mood for sci-fi. Number two, you know, they're again, incredible people in here, but it almost felt like, honestly, it kind of felt like a reunion show where everybody's like the alumni are coming back on and, you know, waiting for an applause and... But the problem was is yeah you're right. But the the problem was, I think I would have cared more if there were more Star Trek characters that we knew in there, 
versus all of these people that I, I feel like I'm, I have to care about. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, okay, discovery yeah. is a brand new crop of people and that's fine. That makes right. sense. And, oh. and you have to, you have to grow with the show. But for this show, there were too many people right from the get go that like the, the Romulans that he lives with or, yeah. you know, the, the girl, like they, you know, when they would have scenes with these people, they spent so much time with those people. Like there were, there were scenes where Picard wasn't even anywhere near anybody, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it was like a good 30 minutes where had gone by and I hadn't seen Picard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I, you know, I, and it's weird cause I, I, when that happened, I would miss him. But then at the same time, when he'd be in the scene, he didn't seem, I know he was different and frail, but he seemed very, um, like it didn't seem like Picard until the very end, which now it all makes sense. But right. until the very end, he didn't seem like Picard to me. He seemed like, interesting. yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I was, I was trailing off. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's interesting. I do understand the reasoning between get, uh, like for why they chose to give him a disease and kind of have him have that, um, that moment of self-sacrifice because that's the whole climax of the show is that he's going to sacrifice yeah. himself to show humanity can be worthwhile and saved. And, and that's the thing that's going to change the mind of um, the synth to, you know, not in the all life, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, I don't know, even in that moment, it felt forced. It, it, I was not moved to tears in that moment where I was like, okay, well, maybe they're using this as a swan song and it's a one season show and they wanted to, you know, actually put a pin on it. I, I mean, I didn't know what the twist was going to be. Um, I didn't yeah. figure that out. I should have <clears throat> the signs were there, but I just didn't, you know. Um, but what's interesting is when they had the moment with Data, I was very moved and did cry. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. I thought was interesting in retrospect. I'm like, wow, I didn't cry when. I thought Picard was dead, but I did cry when I already knew Data was dead, but this send-off yeah. was still more emotional than mm-hmm. Picard's. Even though Picard's was like, it's a grand gesture. It's a very strange thing to feel. Well, I, th- I think part of it, too, like, I knew there was a second season coming because uh, mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg's already signed on to be mm. to be on it, so... So I, cause he, uh, Patrick Stewart was on The View once, uh, or when, when he was promoting this and he asked Whoopi if she'd be on it. And she was like, and it was so funny cause she looked like, you know, she was so touched. She could barely speak. Like she just kept Aww. smiling. You never see anyone smile on that show. And she was yeah. just, I mean, the smile that she had was like, Oh, there's Whoopi. You know what I mean? Cause she's always yeah. seemed so Aww. miserable yeah. there. So the <laughs> fact, and she even talked about how. You know, like, it's like no one understands. Like, this was, you know, to be part of that show originally was amazing for me because Nichelle Nichols was my hero and, yeah. and, you know, to come back to it now. So he asked her on the show if she, if she'd come back. Oh, so I nice. know there's a second season. Um, mm-hmm. but I, and I think that part of it, mean, having that knowledge, I kind of, I didn't think he was going to die. I, I didn't know what, right? how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I figured, I figured that. When they were doing that whole thing with his head and all that, I'm like, well, there's a, you know, Dr. Soon is, is down there. So clearly, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to be able to, to help him. Um, yeah. so yeah, so, so I never, 
I never that and but also thinking about the whole series in general, like I almost want to watch it again because I felt like this could have been condensed to a two hour movie right? like a, I, an op- a prom- you know like it. the the prologue episode or, or the you know the pilot episode, yeah, and then I the really rest of it, you know it. because like I was saying, the stakes were high, but you don't yeah. feel that throughout watching it, and that I think can can cause a disconnect. And man, I love science fiction and I'm so excited anytime we get a show. So, I mean, I don't want anybody to be like, how do you know? Like, shut yeah, up. Yeah. We got another Star Trek. I'm like, yeah, no, I love being in that world, but it still didn't give me the same satisfaction. I don't know why. It just, you know, uh, but Lit- by contrast though, discovery is so good. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's just yeah. like, man, that's, that's got to be a kick in the in, in the pants. Well, I'm wondering to... if because Michael Michael Chabon wrote this the Picard thing, mm. and he's a novelist, so maybe that's the this maybe you know he he wrote the Cavalier and Clay novel, maybe that's the the problem. Maybe he wrote it like a novel, and novels can maybe. take their time, and because yeah. it does feel like because yeah, your discovery is. It's weird with discovery though. I I had a, it took me a while to get into it. I'm finally into mm. it. But I don't I love it. now. I but now I can go back and and when I when I started I had to rewatch some episodes because I forgot something, and now I'm like, oh yeah, this is better than I remembered it being. I think it was just when it first came out, I was only watching it in the middle of the night, and it was just uh-huh. you know sometimes I would just get tired while you're watching. You just wanted to, to you know, and you don't know where it's yeah. going. Like now you know where it's going. You you kind of you feel safer getting invo- invested in some of this in some of it. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, like yeah, when you well, know, know it has it a might, third season. Season three, season three might be the last one though. They're really running out of funds. And oh, really? I'm sure. Yeah. Um, they. Yeah, I think it was a struggle for them to get to season three. Because um, it's expensive. Wow. It, science fiction shows that have that level of, you know, detail and CG um, are super expensive. And I think even this season three got less funding than they were hoping for. So they're having to make a lot of adjustments to what they can shoot and what they can show and how they're going to do it. And, you know, the story is going to be there. It's just, there, there was an awful lot to, of eye candy in the first two seasons that we might have a different version of in season three. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was too. It was, Picard was a little, there were sequences that, that felt less expensive than others. Maybe that was part Mm -hmm. of, part Mm -hmm. of that too yeah there was a lot of cube sets like even the borg set was pretty huge but it was yeah but there wasn't a lot going on you know what i mean like when they were there so right it was the same like two or three rooms the coolest part of that whole borg thing was seven of nine going into the queen chamber like really oh yeah yeah that was really like the coolest part and i loved the orchids i thought the orchids were incredible because yeah like living planet type things or living ship type things for the win, right? Moya, mm-hmm. ride or die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I love you know. the orchids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, and that's a great science fiction premise like that you don't see that you would you would read that but you wouldn't see that visually. It's very rarely right. used like right. to to you know use live. I'm sure James Cameron probably had that in the next avatar that he's all pissed about. Right, uh, I know. <laughs> It's probably true. If they ever All see right, the light well, of day. I also saw though um, Bombshell, which I know I'm, I know we were talking about um, 
movies before and we kind of switched to TV, but I yeah. had to throw, I had to throw it out there. I know when I was watching it, I didn't have the list of winners up and I just kind of posted to my Facebook, like, Oh my God, I did bombshell, you know, win for makeup because the makeup in this movie is like on fire. And somebody was like, uh, yeah, they did actually. And I love, I did like that movie, but you know, what was amazing if, if, uh, did you, how did you see, did you buy it or did you, do you have like the extra features? We rented on, uh, it. I didn't, I didn't do any extra features. We did a rental. The extra features, they actually have the thing on the makeup. This guy oh, who created the I makeup, he did his, his layers are so thin that the skin on the, on the face, when he would put it on, when the actors would make a, a face, you would see the wrinkles on that skin. Yeah. From the actors. So, so it was just almost this new process that this guy created. Um, you couldn't tell us aside from some of the older characters, you know, but like yeah. for the anchors, you genuinely couldn't tell if they were wearing prosthetics, it didn't look like it. It genuinely looked like yeah. all of those were makeup tricks. I, I was like flabbergasted by like, Oh my yeah. God. They look so much like. Megan Kelly and Gretchen Carlson. Yeah, Gretchen, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's her name. Yeah, um, especially, like, especially oh my God. The Charlie Megan Theron Kelly. was perfect. That, that's the she one. Was, it, yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And her voice was perfect. She did such a good job. But yeah. every once in a while would dip. And it's not her fault because Megan Kelly's voice does this. So it's not that it was a bad portrayal. But they dip into a um, Romy and Michelle like <laughs> yeah 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 kind of like um let's hold scarves you know like i don't know yep, it's yep. like do you need a business do you have a businesswoman special you know like it's yeah, a very like yeah. female female bill and ted um mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and, and it and is again, funny because that is that. her voice <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. she even talks about that <laughs> they have this oh, whole, a two-hour documentary on there uh about oh, this the making of this it. movie and, Do they um, bring up Romy and Michelle? <laughs> they don't bring up Romy and Michelle, but she does mention the voice like that because she says uh, she has a very distinctive voice where it'll go down an octave, you know, like just like mm -hmm. kind of like that, like that. Uh, which I think the uh, the new equivalent of that is now where everyone talking with the um, uh, oh my god, I just blanked on the on on that. It's kind of this gravelly kind of trying to make myself sound smart kind of voice that. A lot oh of, really? People do, Are you people know. Are doing that on purpose? Oh my I God! Live, this... I couldn't do something like that long term. I mean, you couldn't try and get me to do that for one podcast without breaking. I know, and it's so annoying too because it sounds like I'm about to eat flies because I've got a frog in my throat. Oh, you know, no. like it's like that. Yeah. I think the Kardashians started that one. Uh, vocal fry—that's what it's oh, called. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so. So it's, but it's, that's the opposite, you know, talking down like that. Like that, that's the opposite of mm -hmm. that, you know, of that. Cause I knew a lot of people that did speak like that in that voice back, yeah. in, back in, back in the old eighties where I, uh, <laughs> where I grew up. Yeah. But mo <laughs> most people actually got that voice when, you know, the vocal fry voice for a bunch of cocaine and cigarettes though. I mean, like that's kind of, I guess, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But there's a lot of, you know, you know what show has it a lot? And I don't, I swear I don't watch the show, but I always watch the clips because, you know, I, when I listen to Howard, he's always talking about The Bachelor. Every one of those women on there talks with the vocal fry. Like it's. Really? Yes. Oh my God. I don't, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, so and weird. 
and even the bachelor, the the male bachelors fall into it too. They start talking like that too, you know, a little bit. So I, yeah, I don't know what that's. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Use your real voice. Yeah, I know. (laughs) If your real voice is like that, that's one thing. I mean, I I get it. There are people out here, uh, out there that just have that quality to their voice. Certainly not shaking that, but you know, don't, don't be fake. Just use your real voice. I know. But speaking, but Bombshell, I really liked that movie. I, I, I thought it was a really well done movie and I, and the perspective that it took, like it, it really, you know, it really took a perspective that if, if men don't get it, now from this like this is a good movie to watch only because it really it really took you from the other side as if you know and feeling what would that be like for because most men don't yeah. know what being sexually harassed is like right. and this really took you from that side even that that one scene where that reporter is talking to uh, uh her boss and he's like kind of hitting on her and you're mm-hmm. hearing her thoughts, you know, you're hearing yes. what she's saying about what yeah, to do. Yeah, and that's an everyday like, thing. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was perfect. Like, that really... Playing back your responses before you say them out loud to see how you can play this off and make it... You make yourself small or you make it your fault that they even had an idea that they should invite you up to their room. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry if I ever, you know, said anything to say that. We're such good friends, you know, whatever. No, it's all so accurate. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah accurate. it was well done. And I really liked, um, I, again, I, just going back to making Kelly for a second, aside from the look and the voice, I felt like the character portrayal was so on point because she's one of those people that is a bit of, a, a bit perplexing to me because she says things that are the antithesis of what I feel and believe. And I think that she's so wrong about so many things in her viewpoint. And yet I find her incredibly charismatic. You know, I really think that she is. I think that she's very charismatic. And it's one of those kind of strange, strange uh, dualities where, where you can have some of those like, man, you really are magnetic as a personality, but you just say things <laughs> that I are know. so bad. <laughs> like, well, wrong? I I feel I mean it's it's yeah she she's definitely gotten worse, but to me like Gretchen Carlson in this movie, like yes. the fact that she's kind of the hero. But I'm telling I mean because I use, I know Fox News, and you know she was one of those ringleaders in the morning that would just say these ridiculous things that. It's, you I know, wondered. I had to keep reminding myself, you know what I mean? That's, that, that's yeah, who she they was. Really, <laughs> they really paint her uh, personality a little bit differently from from what we have seen as a nation on TV. And again, who knows the, the reality of, of someone's heart. But I had the thought, I wondered how much of that was Nicole Kidman just being like, no, I this is, if I'm going to play this part, I can't <laughs> be yeah. as awful. as you know, And people, you know, being like, hey, this is the person who's trying to lead the call to action here and we can't have them be unlikable on screen, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, it, it's, it, it is amazing. I still, you know, I, I still, I, I still have to monitor MSNBC and Fox and it, it just amazes me. Like, like that, that's one thing this movie really shied away from doing, which was being judgmental of the network aside from the sexual harassment, you know, mm-hmm. because that's, the one thing there was a Showtime movie uh, about Roger Ailes starring uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a Showtime series, which was really good. 
and it really it really showed you how he created this network and how he knew that you know he would create these fears and these lies because he knew that was the bigger even though he did believe them but he knew also that was going to be the thing that scares you and keeps you coming back to Fox News to 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 join you know you're in on this club and to join in so if the if the and I'm not saying it was a failing of the movie because I think the movie works in a way where you aren't judgmental of anybody there really the only thing you're judgmental of is just the the way the women are treated and that's a mm-hmm. that, that was a huge feat to pull that off um you know especially as someone who you know i just i've seen so much of fox news and i just can't stand it and uh and you know to make me feel sorry for for some of the people that have said ridiculous things you know it, it was uh definitely definitely a, a well made movie you know i could see and i and what's her name margot robbie as a as a mm-hmm. uh, amalgamation of a couple of characters was really a really thought out character too i really liked her in this yeah so. yeah she was really good Right. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, everybody did, did a a very good, a very good job. And and even um, what's his nuts who played Roger Ailes? What's his, oh my god, I've lost. Oh, John Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. course, the the constant professional. He's he's so great. I mean, um, that has to be hard to inhabit. You know, it's it's yeah. always got to be tough to inhabit roles like that. And um, and he did a he did a very good job. Well, I said he was on the crown. He he played Churchill, uh, Winston Churchill on the crown. Mm, that's right. For mm-hmm. a whole you know season. I didn't watch that, but yes. Oh my God, he was amazing, and he didn't even really have any makeup. Like it was all just uh, in his stature and just yeah. the way he carried himself. And uh, yeah. So he's yeah he's he's a really good actor. But, what else did um, we see? Did you see anything fun? We're gonna rent Bloodshot. I'm excited about that. That's based on a, a comic. Oh I yeah read yeah. A few episodes or a few um, issues of episodes. I read a few episodes of that comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't really know much about it. It. I was back when I was reading in maybe like the early '90s or something that it came out. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't know it at all. It's like I, you know, mm. it was. It was completely out of my uh, peripheral. Like, it, who? What was the comic company? Was it a Marvel comic or was it? Um, I'm trying to remember. Or... It might have been. It might have been Wildstorm. Was it? A, was it the Jim Lee oh, okay. one? Oh, I'm that's sure. right. Okay. Yeah. Because I think isn't he I a Jim uh, Jim Lee character? I guess he I mean, might I could be. be. I could be wrong. Um, again, I have not. I have not um, so, seen much. I'm looking see. it up now. Yeah. Because that would have been when. Um, when uh, Jim Lee was doing like uh, uh, all the stuff with Image, right? Yeah, but again, I, I, it looks like I'm wrong. It looks like I'm completely off par. Um, and I was just assigning. Maybe I was combining another hero in my head. Huh? Looks like this Ray one Garrison. is a uh, Valiant comic. Yeah, oh, Valiant. Created by Kevin okay. Van. Yeah. Created by Kevin Van Hook, Don Perlin, and Bob Layton. And I forgive my pronunciation if any of those Valiant are was, totally wrong. Wasn't that like Savage Dragon or something like that? Yeah, I think that, that sounds were, that right. Was bad. But again, my my comic trivia is way off. So yeah, yeah. What, did I, what was I thinking of? I think I might be combining him, like I said, with another character in my head. 
So maybe I with like the young. Oh, were you thinking sure? of young the young bloods? Maybe you were thinking young of? bloods. Maybe like that's probably that. it because young bloods was um was that, that was Wildstorm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It's pro- it okay. had blood in the title. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we yeah. did watch. We only saw part of Call of the Wild because then, then uh, everyone – well, not everyone, but um, Xavier got too tired and he wanted to watch it when he was more awake. But mm-hmm. um, uh, but so far, I really like – we've only seen like the first hour of it. And uh, I, so far, I really like it. But, uh, again, I was I, I was surprised that the dog was digital. Do you know anything about this movie? The one no, with I Harrison don't know that Ford? movie. No. So he – it's called Call of the Wild, right? And he – uh, you know, Harrison Ford plays like some sort of guy who uh, he's uh, takes place in the during the gold rush, and mm-hmm. the dog. I, I remember I saw a trailer for it, and I thought, "Wow, that's a, a that dog's acting really well." Is what I thought to myself when I saw the trailer, and I realized what an idiot I was because Harrison <laughs> Ford said something to the dog, and the dog react made a face, and the reaction was kind of like a hmm? you know, like kind of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself when I saw it, I was like, wow, that dog's really, you know, they really found, I wonder how they did that, you know, or I wonder how they got the dog to do that is what I said. And right, when, right, right. when we start to watch the movie, I, you know, it became uh, clear right from the, not right from the beginning, but, uh, you know, a few moments in that, oh, this is a digital dog. This dog does not exist in this world because it's impossible <laughs> to get a dog to do any of the things that, that they're getting him to do seamlessly. I don't know. I have seen Benji the Hunted. They can do yeah. plenty. <laughs> I know. I know. Ben, poor Benji. No. Well, even poor how Benji would have just replaced. How did they get him to carry up all those little baby cheetahs? I mean, seriously. Yeah. How do you do that? You can't train that. That's just natural talent. <laughs> well, you, you saw the movie Bolt. Didn't, did you ever see the cartoon Bolt with the... Uh, no, he, I don't think I did. It's a it's a Disney movie, but they make him think that everything that's happening to the little girl is real. So he doesn't realize he's living in a movie. He thinks he's this character uh, until, of oh. course, you know, he's woken up out of that, or he's he gets lost, and then he finds out he's not bionic <laughs> and can't do the things that he thinks he can do. Oh, um, that's sweet. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that movie was not bad. That was that's, so far so good. From what um, you've seen of it, yes. From, from what, what I've seen, seen yeah. <laughs> what I've seen. I did also. I I did download another movie with uh uh oh god, what's his name? Uh, he was Lex Luthor in just new Justice League movies. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yes, he and his wife are trying to buy a house, and you got to see the trailer for this because it's so weird. So they're, they're I saw trying the to buy a house. In yes, you did. Okay, so I downloaded that movie. I haven't seen it yet, but um, they get like I stuck it's like, in it, right? Like they get stuck. Yeah. in Yeah, it. it's almost like a, a a looped kind of environment where they can't get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like they keep trying to leave, and then something in the trailer. I remember all of a sudden they have a there's a baby on their doorstep, like they're supposed to take care of yeah, this baby. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Level something. up. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I uh, that was available because of it's, it wasn't going to come into the theaters um, because of everything that's happening. So they just released it. Um, I think they released it. Uh, was it Tuesday? So I downloaded. Mm-hmm. I got that one. So I'm anxious to see that. 
Um, oh, which, by yeah, the way, the, <laughs> can I just pause a moment to laugh? Um, because two movies got postponed for sure. Mulan, which is fine. We understand that. Uh, I am excited yeah. to see it. I think it looks very good. But New Mutants got postponed again. Oh, my God. And I'm like, just let us have it. Just yeah. release it to Amazon. Just please stop postponing. It has been years I that know. we have been waiting for this movie. Uh, stop Yeah, can you just us. imagine? <laughs> you're, like, like, you finally make a movie, and you're, you're like, oh, it's, everyone's going to see it, and you're excited about it. And then... Like, it, it gets postponed, postponed. Then they finally say, okay, we're releasing it. And then the thing that could, that would never think could happen, you know, like, where every movie theater in the war, in the country is shut down. Like, it's just, it's an impossibility to think. And, and that's the other thing. Yeah. They didn't even shift the date. Like, at least the other movies, they were like, okay, we're shifting this to August. Like, Wonder Woman is coming right? out in August. And, but this was like, you know. All right, let's put it back in the vault. Do you think it's because do you think it's because it's a superhero film and even though it's not it's not going to draw the same um crowds as like an Iron Man or a Spider-Man will, do you think that they're just hoping that because it's in the MCU that it will draw more people to the theater? I'm like, people who are I comic guess. fans will buy it if you put it out on Amazon. Yeah. Just let us yeah. have it. It's better than just sitting on a shelf and not making any money. I know. There was a few moments there where I thought they were going to release Wonder Woman on on uh, a video on demand, which would oh, have been yeah. surprising. Ooh. Like that, but was I still, that I still want to see that on the big theater. But I wonder, if, yeah. I wonder if they'll do that. I wonder if it it becomes um, so long, you know, that theaters and close might be closed because of whatever. Um, I wonder if they'll do okay. Here's some straight to TV stuff, but then, excuse me, after things open up again. Maybe they'll have different weekends in theaters to be like, see what you missed on the big screen. You know, like if yeah, if, yeah, if you you know we you didn't have the opportunity to see this on the big screen, so for two weeks only, you know, or whatever, we're doing yeah. special showings. I mean, if I, I could see, I could definitely see that happening because I, I, it would be really because they, you know, they delayed the James Bond movie till November, um, mm. when it was supposed to come out. Now, like it was supposed to come out. I believe either this week out the first week of April or something like that. Mm. Um, so there was talk, but there was never any talk of them releasing that one. That's why I, I was kind of surprised by onward. And I was kind of surprised by um, something else that they released really fast or they're going to release. Oh, uh, <laughs> trolls. that's a, that's a big one. Like they were, they yeah. were banking that trolls is one of those movies that, you know, that's like kid movie, uh, you know, print yeah. money. Uh, movie, and they're yeah. releasing that on VOD April first. So that's well. That's a big I just deal. wonder because the kid, the honestly, the parents are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make the money, and they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna spend the money to do it, right? Like, you, there's no way that you're not, they're not still gonna pocket that cash just in a different way. Now, yeah, what I do wonder is who owns some of these properties. Like, I'd have to go back and look and see what studios are making what decisions because someplace. Somebody like Disney, uh, they're taking some major hits. Their parks are closed. They have a lot, you know, they definitely have some yeah. um, some troubles right now. But honestly, their income is so diversified that there is no possible way they can't afford these hits. You know, I mean, well, they, they can't. They, and they're hit a gig and hit on every level because, like, let's just take the Marvel Universe. So they have to mm -hmm. delay Black Widow. 
the series, mm-hmm. they stopped shooting um, all of the series that they have. Yeah. And they're even talking about how will the continuity might be thrown off where everything has to get pushed in order to keep, you know, because they, they had Black Widow was going to come out, then the TV series, I think, I don't know if it was the Wanda series, or which one was coming first, or the mm-hmm. Captain America the Falcon one. And Captain, yeah. I don't know which one, but one of those is, is, has to be pushed. The Loki one had just started filming, and they had to stop. So yeah. everything's the whole schedule, like that's going to affect, you know, the mm-hmm. storytelling for all the rest. Even like what James Gunn just finished doing, um, uh, Suicide Squad, and he was going to jump on to Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians three, yeah. And that's not happening right now. So, well, of course not. I mean, uh, the the thing that everybody I'm sure is on the same page about is like safety first. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. come on, we, we we have to protect our our people. Um, yeah. I am very curious to hear long term how these studios and how these companies are taking care of their employees, because I think that's another thing that is going to be a big deal for a lot of people coming out of this crisis is how did um, X company treat their people or handle the situation uh, when it was really dire. And I, there are some companies that are too big to even fail at that. You know, I mean, Disney's not going to go anywhere no matter what they do to their people. (laughs) Well, hate to, we don't want to end on a downer note, but um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll hope for a, a, you know, We'll hope for some good news and some positive information yes. next time we we're on. And um, we're doing our part to put out a little bit of entertainment because honestly, I think that's the best thing. I really want to encourage anyone who may be listening to put something out there in the world, whether it be a podcast of your own or even just something as simple as an Instagram or Facebook live video where you can connect with your peers, you can connect with your loved ones in a in a time that. Support is so important because everyone yep. is isolated. So, yep. um, you know, you use the time to to reach out. Yeah, exactly. It's the the perfect uh, perfect message. So, uh, I agree wholeheartedly, and I will uh, be reaching out now in a few minutes to sleep. So, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, no. But I I feel like I have been, you know, I've been I've been reaching out to to people I haven't spoken to in a while, and even FaceTiming yeah. more. Just because mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's you know, it, in a way, it's bringing uh, everybody a little closer together in a strange way. Right. So, because we're all in the same boat, that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, uh, I guess mm-hmm. we'll we'll hopefully talk uh, soon, and uh, hopefully yes. there'll be some. Well, we'll have the time. After your thing, yes, <laughs> yes, yes and, absolutely. And the content, so yes, <laughs> lots, indeed. Lots of watch. <laughs> all right. Yes. Well, well, you guys have a great soon. one. Bye. Stay safe, everybody.